Hello and welcome to Weird Careers. I'm your host, E.T. All over the world, people have jobs. And some of those jobs we don't even know exist. There are jobs that we don't know a lot about. And there are jobs that we just don't talk about. Well, I'm here to explore all of the above on this podcast. Join me as I explore careers all over the globe. Everything from specialized retail to sex work. Did I mention that we're 18 plus? Throughout the course of this podcast, we will take a deep dive into each of these interesting professions. Do you know someone who has a weird or interesting job? Maybe you do. Believe it or not, your job may actually be more interesting than you may think. So don't be shy and shoot us an email at weirdcareerspodcast at gmail.com. This podcast is brought to you by Cardinal Images. Do you dream of having your small business look as great as the big guys without having to pay a fortune? You're not alone. Here at Cardinal Images, that is our specialty. So give us an email at eric at cardinalimages.ca today for your personalized quote or visit our website at www.cardinalimages.ca for more information. Cardinal Images, affordable pricing, professional images, and personable photography. On today's show, we have Gloria and Jeff Hochul. They are the creators and founders of The Invincible. What is it? What does it do? Well, we're about to find out. Welcome to the show, guys. Hi. Hello. Thanks for having us. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I've been looking forward to this for quite some time now. Um, so my excitement level is probably at an 11 out of 10. So um, let's... Hold on. Let me match that real quick. all righty so before we get into the nitty-gritty and all the details that we're all really looking forward to tell us what it is you do and what you've created well again i want to say thank you for having us i'm really excited to be here i know we've had a couple interactions online and i know you've used the product for a really long time so i'm super excited to be here um we are jeff and gloria hokel um husband and wife duo jeff is the inventor of the invincible and the invincible Um, I am sort of the creative. I focus on marketing and social media. Um, We also have a partner up in Seattle whose name is Matt. He's our longtime friend. He kind of oversees the website and other operational components of, you know, our small business. Mm. (laughs) Um, The Invincible and Pole are basically unbreakable bong accessories with never before seen integrated features designed, designed to elevate the smoking experience. Mm. The bowl features the captured screen system basically allowing the user to flip over the device to tap out ash. Um, It's also meant to stylishly replace your existing downstem and bong bowl setup, um, which is going to significantly improve your smoking experience. Um, The downstem is also adjustable, so it can retract and expand from three inches to just under six. And it also houses a final ash defense defense system in the cap. So... Our proprietary screens leave your bong water particulate free, and it's basically a total game changer. I yes, agree. <laughs> it really is a, it really is a game changer. Um, as as Gloria said, there I, I I am a user of the product. I have been for over a year now, and I love it. I I literally I had a I, I work at a dispensary, and a customer came in the other day. He's like, I need to buy two bowls, and I'm like, 
okay, what's up? She's like, well, I broke one and I want to have one as a backup. And I'm like, dude, let me tell you about this company. (laughs) And I just went into this complete sales pitch and he's like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm going to look into that. And, but I'll still, I still need two bulls until then. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's an incredible product. Uh, so, uh, but as a stoner, as a fellow stoner, um, we, we, we want to know what was the drive behind creating the invincible? Well, uh, Gloria was honestly, uh, she had dropped, uh, bowls and down stems more times than I could count. And, uh, got, <laughs> As we <laughs> all have, yes. Dispensary, obviously. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and uh, it got tired of, you know, wasting money and having such flimsy products that uh, broke at the slightest drop. Um, so I used my background in mechanical engineering to create the best bowl on the market. There were uh, several issues with traditional screens that I also wanted to resolve. And uh, I wanted to create a better alternative for everyone. Was the uh, that was the uh, drive behind it? Nice. I, I, so you you have a you you have a history in mechanical engineering. Yes. Awesome. In mechanical engineering. So this was not just a a little do it yourself side project. There was an entire thought process and all that that went into this correct absolutely yeah it was a big it was a design effort that the way that i work when i design stuff it it molds around in my brain for days upon days before we actually get down to drawing it on paper and then sketching it out and then we go through a modeling process followed by you know uh, prototypes until we get uh, get to a working prototype and that kind of leads me directly into my next question. Perfect. It's almost like you've read these before. Um, <laughs> how many variations of the Invincible, Jeff, were there before you landed on what you have marketed now? Well, we had a few variations in the prototype phase to um, really get the bottom of the bowl correct and uh, get the get the flow working right the way that we wanted it. Um, and then we've had one iteration from our initial offering where we first marketed the product to now we're on invincible 2.0 which has a more tapered ends and rounded edges and stuff to make the whole user experience um nicer it also has a matte finish with which personally i love because photography has become so much easier so if you're the kind of person that likes doing story clouds or just taking pictures of their products you're going to be able to do that with the new finish as a product photographer on the side, I really appreciate that. <laughs> That's fantastic. Um, so what kind of imperfections would you have gone through with each model then? Um, things, it, it, it's generally minor stuff, like getting the, the taper, so taper right on the sleeve so that when it goes into the bowl, we get that correct distance, the gap distance for the screen um, and then tolerancing. So we never run into issues of uh, parts binding when they're uh, for like, for example, if the screen was too large, then it wouldn't fit into the bowl. So we had to tolerance these, these stack ups and, and make everything uh, fit well. That That's would awesome. be the, yeah. So did, did, also the... did a bunch of variations on the packaging as well. Oh yeah, uh, evolved throughout the uh, past couple of years. 
I'm guessing that it's become more eco-friendly as you go. Yeah, we like to keep our products very um, minimal in uh, packaging design. Right now, we we deliver our product with a single plastic case and a single paper insert, both of which can be taken apart and easily recycled. Awesome. Um, we're not big fans of these uh, small products and packages that are glued together with foam and paper and plastic. So basically, it's garbage. You can't yeah. recycle these components. And it's it also plays into our model of sustainability. You know, we're not trying to create more garbage in this world. Um, we want you to have one gold that's going to last a really long time. And if you feel the need to collect more colors, feel free to do so. But you're not going to cycle through them as quickly as you would with regular um, products. And we want you to carry that out into the packaging too. That's awesome. Like I'll be, yep, my bowl and my down stem, I've had one of each for the last year. And yeah, it's, it's, it's sustainable. It's the paint starting to go a little bit. The color starting to fade a little bit, but I mean, I've been using it daily, like every single day for the last year and a bit. So, I mean, it's not broken. It, it still works very well. I love it. Um, but there is one concern that every, that a lot of people that I've talked to have question and I don't know the answer. So I'm going to ask on behalf of everybody. The number one concern for people that I've talked to about your product is the stainless steel chemical burn off. Did you correct this issue? And if so, how'd you do it? Yeah, so there is no stainless steel burn off. Okay. Uh, that the correction that we've made has been more so in the educational approach to the subject matter. Mm -hmm. uh, since we've created a deep since the fruition of the product, we've created a detailed document listing sources and data, which undoubtedly prove um, that there's absolutely no risk with stainless steel or aluminum. Um, I think you can find some of the points on FAQ. He has probably a better uh, vocabulary to handle. The mechanical engineer, he is. Yeah. <laughs> well, as she mentioned, we have the uh, FAQs on our website, and most of them pertain to aluminum, but stainless steel on all these cases has a higher melting temperature and is more used in pro in in humans like stainless steel kept stainless steel uh replacement parts or screws in your face so this is stuff that is constantly in contact with the body on a regular basis so i stainless steel is a very little concern for biocompatibility fantastic but uh, as far as temperature goes and people are concerned with aluminum um the temperature at which aluminum melts is well be well above what the temperature a lighter can produce. So you're never going to get uh, aluminum to melt even to get into the liquid phase, let alone the gas phase, which would release the um, uh, chemical constituents into the air. And that would like include a butane torch as well? Yeah, yeah. I mean, a mini torch has what a flame that can reach like 1430 degrees Celsius. Mm -hmm. That's nowhere near what you need to melt aluminum into whatever phase that he's talking about. Nice. <laughs> and, and, and that's <laughs> an honest point, which is like yeah. a single point that it, it's moving, right? I mean, it's, mm -hmm. it's microsecond uh, that, that those things, that those temperatures are uh, conveyed. Since neither product. a lighter or a mini torch can produce temperatures needed to convert aluminum to a gas at atmospheric temperature, you can only conclude that it's just not possible. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So Gloria, now Jeff mentioned that this product was designed with you in mind, that you were the original consumer. Um, and you were a little bit selfish at first. It wasn't for sale. It wasn't for anybody else. It was just for you. 
Um, <laughs> how how many bowls were you breaking before you realized enough's enough? I mean, it was crazy. I am just a clumsy person, mm-hmm. uh, and I have been smoking for well over a decade now. Yep. And it that cost is uh, cumulative. You know, it it starts to really kind of burn a hole in your pocket. And oh, yeah. you know, Jeff was just kind of sick of this poor engineering. I mean, this guy doesn't let poor engineering slide. Oh, so good. he was like, <laughs> we're, we're going to just fix this for you. And, and fixing it for me just ended up being like such a revolutionary thing. We have to share it with people. Um, I think I would say like I broke four, five bowls a month. Oh maybe. my God. I mean, I broke down stems all the time. Yep. So it's just, it's ridiculous it, it like being in the same boat you know i i once had a downstem break in the bong and it's i couldn't literally could not get it out because of where it broke so mm-hmm. my my stoner thinking was well this is a nine millimeter glass bong and this is break of glass that's already broken i can just shake the shit out of this and i'll be fine it was not fine. <laughs> there's a big old hole in that bong now. So, but I, there's someone on Instagram that I, I saw that actually uh, repairs glass bongs. Oh wow! So I've been trying to contact him because this is like the, the bong that I had. Oh, if you guys love Marvel, you would love this this glass. Uh, so it's a frosted. It was a frosted bottom um, with etched Spider Man, like the Amazing Spider Man from the '90s was etched all into it. There was an etched web on the bottom. Uh, the neck piece was uh, black, matte black, hmm. uh, and frosted uh, with a gold Spider-Man, again, etched into this black. Um, there was a really, and there, it was thick. There was an ice catcher in it. It was beautiful. And then I was like, oh, I can just shake the shit out of this thing and it'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, was I wrong. Um, I tried to get out a, a glass downstem and I got a drill bit and just tried to use the tips of the drill bit to get enough grip on the thing and just, I mean, the, the downstem was toast, so I just wanted to destroy the downstem. Exactly, yeah. And we, we got it out successfully. That's good. But, you know, <laughs> downstem pieces. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure every everybody's got their stories and if you're a stoner listening to this particular episode in the comments please leave your story i'm sure we would all love to hear your broken bowls and stem stories because there's i'm sure there's quite a few different stories out there yeah um but for now we're going to take a quick break uh to hear from our sponsors so don't go away just hold in there we'll be right back Are the big corporations taking your sales with fancy images that just aren't in your small business budget? Not to worry. At Cardinal Images, we take everything to heart. We are a small business supporting small businesses, so we understand. Check out www.cardinalimages.ca for our gallery and contact info. Also, if you are a listener of this podcast, you will receive not only your demo images, but your first shoot absolutely free. Just email eric at cardinalimages.ca with the subject line podcast promo to receive your free shoot today. Cardinal Images, affordable pricing, professional images, and personable photography. 
And welcome back. If for some odd reason you are just tuning in now, I still, I don't know why I say this every episode, but I can continue to do so for the ones who are weird and like to skip through. So again, we have Gloria and Jeff Hochul from Invincible, the create the masterminds behind the product. We were just talking about the bowl, but we're going to move on now because not only do you have the Invincible, you have the Invincible. Now, for those who can't decipher the, the sound, the difference in sound, there is a, ones with a B and ones with a P. B and P. The pop filter really is not helping me. <laughs> um, so um, you create. So now you've created this pole. You have this bowl. You have this pole now. Now, was the pole part of the original product or project? Sorry, or was it an add-on after the success of the bowl? No, it was an add-on. Um, we definitely weren't anticipating um, anything further than uh, the bowl. Um, but once we saw that we had something really special, um, we knew that we had to continue the product line. And the only logical next step was uh, finding a compatible downstem that would um, solve more than just the unbreakability component. Um, and I think that's where Jeff was really innovative in coming up with something that easily and seamlessly transitions from a small bong to a larger bong um, without having to fiddle with it for more than a second. Mm -hmm. I I will always that that that's genius. That that's absolute genius because I've had I've had large bongs, I've had small bongs. We all have. We've all had different size bongs, yeah. and that yeah, and to have all of a sudden you've got a stack of down stems that are of different sizes. Ninety percent of them are broken. You don't know what to do with it. Yeah, and if you uh, break your downstem, you have to. If you're like me, you got to haul your entire bong into the head shop and be like, "Hey, can you help me figure this out?" Yeah, exactly. I, I'm not gonna figure it out. I'm not taking out a measuring tape. Um, well, exactly. This, this really helps, like, also hit those weird sizes. You know, mm -hmm. not all bongs are created differently, or equally, they're all created differently. So um, the sizes vary incredibly. Yeah. You know, you you don't have anything that's. Um, that's dictating the structure of the bong, right? It's yeah. just personal preference. So um, the cool thing about the downstem is it hits all those weird funky sizes um, that you don't get to do with uh, any other downstem on the market. So Jeff, in designing the the, the Invincible, um, what kind of steps did you go through from you guys figuring out, okay, this would be a great add-on to this is a great add-on, here it is? Um, <clears throat> well, the steps were similar to they were with the bowl. Um, lots of thinking about the product, designing it in my mind, and then uh, trans transposing that into the computer-generated models. Uh, and then we went through uh, three or four prototypes again over the course of uh, a few months, several months, to um, really get the weights down. We were we originally the product was solid. We removed a lot of the material to reduce the overall weight of the product because, mm -hmm. the, you know, the lighter the product, the, the more people can easily adapt it. Um, and then getting the um, size right in the internal bore of the uh, invincible body. So we got a good sliding uh, along with um, good O-ring sealing so that it will, we won't, um, uh, gets uh, any airflow happening other than the directed airflow that we want to go right down through the downstem to the uh, diffuser. 
were the uh, those were the primary uh, iterations that we had to make on the product. Nice. I I, I love I love I love the, uh, the the rubber seal that you have too. So it's not just opening and closing. It's it's you you extend it and it's there. Like it's I I, I love that that uh, that little bit of ingenuity there. Um, and the fact that you guys that it's how easy it is to clean. Like I have never I, I did not imagine how easy it would be to to clean um, the pole and or, or the bowl. Um, but it's super you got some ISO, you've got some salt, away you go. Yeah. Yep. And, it's definitely com comparable to uh, glass cleanings, but I would say a little bit easier because the tar doesn't seem to stain the coating as much as it does with glass. Um, oh, yeah. Even with heavy use. And, you know, I've, I'm, for people who are interested, you can go on our Instagram and check out, um, you know, different studies that we've done, R&D provided by me. Um, <laughs> and uh, you can see just how nasty a glass bowl and downstem get. And Oh it is God. so difficult to get those stains out. You oh, have yeah. to like literally let your pieces soak for days. Yep. And that's just not the case with ours. No, no, I, I like that. Like it, I literally have a cloth that I've put a little bit of isopropyl alcohol on and the pole and I literally just wipe it down and it's clean. And you just shoot some water through it while you, some hot water through it and all the gunk comes out the end. It's It's, it's perfect. It's like... I will always say you, you guys have a great product. I, I love your product. Thank you. <laughs> um, so <laughs> you had, obviously you had ideas. You started with an idea. Now you've got this product. There must've been some challenges along the way, not just in creating the product itself, but in marketing, um, feedback, et cetera. Uh, so what kind of challenges did you face uh, in your journey or have you faced in this journey? Well, let me first start by saying Jeff is the visionary here. Um, he works tirelessly, not just to create the bowl and the pole, but to also create this entire business. Um, there is nothing he can't do. I'm, I'm pretty sure about that. Um, and there's so many unspoken aspects to business um, that you just don't know and you kind of figure it out on the fly while you're doing it. Yeah. Um, Matt and that's their partner, our other partner, Jeff and him, uh, really excel at making small business obstacles seem like it's nothing. Um, when we launched, COVID had hit two, two months after we launched. So oh, that wow. presented challenges in and of itself, you know, um, but there are always packaging issues, like I told you, or Jeff mm -hmm. mentioned earlier, um, you know, the evolution of packaging was difficult, mm -hmm. um, finding something sustainable. There were you know, difficulties in transportation, making sure that the product gets there the way we want the consumer to see it at, in the store. You know, you don't want your product to come loosey-goosey with screens okay. missing. <laughs> of course. Um, so just nailing down those um, more specific logistical issues. Um, and then of course, website maintenance and, mm -hmm. and other mm -hmm. operational things that you just wouldn't consider when you initially have an idea of course and we will definitely make sure in the description will be your all of your socials and your website make sure that everybody who listens can also see your product too because awesome. i mean you, you guys you seriously got to see this thing if you smoke you need one <laughs> it's you're, you're not wrong 
Uh, now, did you have any idea that this would be as successful as it is? Um, I would say yes, honestly. We, we wouldn't have, uh, I personally wouldn't have launched the product to market um, if I didn't think it had a chance to go somewhere. Nice. Well said. I think we know it would expand to where it is now. I don't think we could say that we knew that at all. <laughs> um, it became apparent after we got the first provision of our product out, we saw that we had some success, some traction in online purchases. Um, almost right out of the gate, we had a, a few online purchases that really helped to solidify the success of the product. And we had a um, a wholesale distributor that uh, uh, picked it up as well, which was um, highly encouraging for us to uh, continue. That's awesome. Now, how now in tying in with that, how has the community community reacted to your product? It's been awesome. Um, nice. Getting into the cannabis sphere was definitely different for us both. Mm -hmm. um, we have not had experience in it previously. And everyone's just so kind and, you know, pioneering in their own way that it's really reassuring to know that they think we have a product that's worthwhile. Um, we're both really humbled and honored to be able to have an opportunity to share things that we create um, in whatever capacity, you know, for him, it's the actual product. For me, it's, you know, the creative portion of it. And for Matt, it's all the operational stuff that he gets to do. So that's just really the best part, I think. That's awesome. I, and that's a, something I mentioned in a, a previous episode about uh, the cannabis community and how it is such a different community from anything else, everything from production to retail. And there is just kindness, there is open, there's openness, there's understanding. Um, I, I, I don't really have to tell you that you guys have now been in this marketing industry now for just over a year and a half now, two years. Yeah, coming up on two years. Two years now. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys have seen, you know, the the gratefulness that uh, the cannabis community has. Yeah. Yeah, it is really good because everyone's pushing toward a common goal of you know universal acceptance. So that's always a commonality that you have with anybody in the industry is you can uh, you know engage on that uh, point of. That nexus. <laughs> <laughs> now, are is there anything coming out that we should be excited about? Well, I will say that we're always working on new and innovative products. Um, <laughs> there are definitely things you can look forward to in the coming months, but I don't want to spill the beans yet because we're going to get a nice, they're going to have a nice release of, of, of data here uh, in the next few months. Very exciting. Now, I was going to ask this earlier, and I forgot to, so I'm just going to ask it now. Um, where did the idea of all of these colors come from? Ooh. Good question. Um, I mean, can I just take credit for it? You can take credit for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the colors were chosen by me. The names were chosen by me. Um, it's just so much fun being able to like pick out things that you think people are going to like and enjoy. Um, and I think that it worked out pretty well. All the colors seem really popular. Um, it's just really interesting to see people's reactions. I would say that's like the best part, but <laughs> I think it's been cool. I especially love the naming convention that you came up with. I think that they provide 
you know, you say, I have Poseidon in my hand. Yeah, you do. That sounds so <laughs> cool. Like, I got a, this this blue thing, you know? This blue thing. Uh, Poseidon cool. in my hand. <laughs> I am one with the bong water. <laughs> exactly. How true, how true, yeah. <laughs> that's so fun. I, I love it. And the colors are so vibrant. And that's, like, they stand out. Like, if, if you have, it's, I love it when I just clean my bong and you and it's it's all nice and crystal clear and you've got the the two pieces in there they just stand out and yeah. you don't have to buy them to the, the same colors you, you yes. can mix and match you can mix and match and the, the best part is you don't just have to mix and match the bowl and the down stem you can get really mixy matchy you can take the pole apart you can take that cap off you oh that's make, so true i mean a part of you know making everything interchangeable is you get to make it fun so oh. that's one of my favorite parts mm -hmm, mm -hmm. all i see a few paychecks that are going to be going away <laughs> soon <laughs> all right now i gotta ask you what's the what's the best part of the gig um for me it's the fact that i get to develop really close relationships um not just with the customers which is awesome. I love to hear mm -hmm. feedback, um, but also other people in the industry. I mean, meeting you is one of the ways, you know, one of the things that I would have never been able to do had we not been in this space. So just meeting really cool people and, and getting to network, I think for me is the best part. I would say for, for me, the uh, it's the ability to contribute as a creator. I like to invent things and this gives me an opportunity to I've been inventing and dealing uh, different ideas for the past 20 years and, uh, you know, tried to take a few to market and um, have, you know, gotten or, or tried to uh, sell the idea to different companies, but it's never really uh, for which, uh, uh, provided fruit. But now this is a, uh, an avenue upon which we can invent related products and we know we have a successful company that'll you know, be able to get these guys out in front of people and gain some uh, acceptance. And it just happened accidentally. And, <laughs> like, yeah, literally accidentally. She broke the bowl and was like, that's another accident. I am so <laughs> sick of breaking these bowls. Honey, what can you do for me? I have an idea. <laughs> no, I have to, I have to agree with you, with, with, with you, uh, Gloria, that the, uh, the networking, it has been great meeting you guys too. It's been, um, it's, I, I've, I've enjoyed talking to you guys over the last few weeks and look forward to continuing um, outside of the podcast because, uh, and you know, we'll, I'll be in touch. Um, <laughs> now, on the flip side of the best part, if there is anything you could change about your um, the industry, either the industry you're, you're in or the business that you have, what would it be and why? Well, I mean, I think I can say this universally for everybody that's in this industry. The one thing that we would like to change is to have the cannabis be federally decriminalized so we can all use banking merchants like every other company in the world. If I had an applause button, I would hit it right now. <laughs> I mean, if, 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 we, if you're selling a piece of metal, um, which, which we're selling, I mean, essentially it's a, it's a, it's a metal product that has mm -hmm. no drug or anything in it. Mm -hmm. And we have to be regulated, uh, and have to be relegated to some other, uh, payment merchants. That seems crazy. That yeah. seems crazy that, or that they, or that, uh, dispensaries have to run cash only, uh, and oh, be wow. in a dangerous situation of holding all these hundreds of thousands of dollars of cash mm -hmm. at the dispensary because, uh, they just can't run through, funnel it through a normal bank or use credit cards. That's 
I mean, you're adding vulnerability to something that's already vulnerable, right? Yeah, you're making exactly. it more dangerous just because the banks can't give you a, a loan mm -hmm. because you're not because it's a controlled substance, which it's it's crazy. <laughs> I, I, can say on, I can say from being on the the other side of the border. Hope I uh, the light the light at the end of the tunnel is coming. Um, working at a dispensary is it's not what it is in states where it's not legal. Um, we have government regulations. Uh, we have government stickers on the door saying you have to be 19 plus. Um, you come in, you buy your cannabis, it's taxed. We ID as soon as you get in the in the building. You can't buy more than 30 grams at a time. Uh, edible packages can't have more than 10 milligrams in total. Like there, we have, we have regulations. Um, so it's weird because like I was, I was talking to, um, another, again, somebody else uh, on the podcast, who's a documentary producer. And she was like, that would be so cool to see what, what, what is the day in the, in the life of a bud tender? Hmm. Cause like I I'm getting paid. I, I get, you know, it's not cash under the table. It's going into my bank account. I, I get a, a slip, you know, with my, with my deductibles and everything. It's, it's freeing. You can mm -hmm. walk in, you know, how are you paying today? Can I pay visa? Absolutely. You can pay with your visa card today. Can you pay with your Amex? Of course you can pay with your Amex. This machine might be finicky, but you know, you can still try. <laughs> it's, it's free. It is really nice. Um, and I, I, I think that that's something that looks like it's, it's starting to come your way. I've been kind of following it a little bit. Um, and it looks like they're just starting to take the first federal steps. Mm -hmm. And I, I wish you guys all the best. I really hope that it comes through for you guys. Because a the amount of jobs that it's created up here, um, the income that it's created, you know, for money deficits within the government, it's really there. there there's nothing but there's nothing but positives. And if you can sell alcohol, which is literally a poison that can kill you, why can't you sell weed? <laughs> True. Yeah. True. And I, I've been saying that for for years. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, be before I let you go. I do want to say again, thank you so much for coming on today. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure, but I'm going to have to ask you a question that I have to, that I ask every single person that comes on when you guys were kids, you know, running around seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years old, what did you want to be when you grew up? Well, I uh, wanted to be a paleontologist. I loved dinosaurs and I wanted to be able to play with dinosaurs ah, mr geller it's good to good to meet yes. you <laughs> <laughs> this was before friends was on the air um oh, yeah. don't age yourself sir um, <laughs> Jurassic yeah. Park blew my mind oh i bet it would oh my goodness yeah that was fun um <laughs> i wanted to be a teacher i really liked kids um, I still do. I haven't, <laughs> I, haven't, <laughs> I haven't developed a disdain towards children or anything. Um, but yeah, I really wanted to be a teacher. So um, doing this is kind of like that, you know. That, you're not wrong. I, I, it's you're you're teaching the pe people cannabis and yeah, all benefits about and invincible. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you guys so much, um, ladies and gentlemen. It this you have been listening to Gloria and Jeff Hokel from Invincible. 
I will definitely link all everything I can in the description below. So please check them out uh, on all other socials. Again, thank you so much for coming on the show today, guys. It's been an thank absolute you. pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having us. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to leave a review. And if you really liked us, one with five stars would be greatly appreciated. It really helps us out on Apple Podcasts and other streaming services for our listenership. Join me next week for yet another weird career that is so exciting, I can't even tell you about it yet. Check out our socials during the week for more info. You can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Weird Careers and on Instagram at Weird Careers Podcast. Thanks in advance for hitting that follow button. Until next time, I'm E.T. Thanks for joining me. Cheers.